Hello and welcome to Obedient Love. I am Viola Strepsada Voltairine, lifestyle femdom and sensual sadist. I was going to do a podcast today about a fun topic, using hypnosis and dissociation to lead a fulfilling DS lifestyle while maintaining your day-to-day life as a relatively normal human being. However, I got an email last night that was just the tip of the iceberg in regards to a topic that frankly brings out a rage in me that needs to be addressed. So my hypnosis podcast is going to have to wait. I need to get something off my chest. I promise to make it up to you with the good stuff soon though. Now, as you may know, I did a podcast some months ago about defending one of my students from a scammer who was trying to blackmail him for money. It's an incredibly stupid tact that comes with high risk and low return and terrorizes and victimizes guys who are sincere and truly only wanting to find a dominant woman to serve. Well, now I want to talk about another way that money makes people behave stupidly. Now, I got the rights to option one of my favorite books as a movie. It's called Finding Love Through Female Domination. And you can find more info on the book and the movie by going to lovethroughfemaledomination.com. I'm also always casually accepting applications from submissive men to serve me in person. I have two live-in subs and others who serve me as well, and my needs are well met, but I like the idea of adding to my stable of slaves over time. So I keep the door open for new subs to approach. I'm a little slow about inviting them in, and I'm pretty clear about that. I'm in no rush, and I'll do things on my time and on my terms. Anyway, there's a crossover between those people who would like to help with the film and those who would like to serve me. And this gets a little bit sticky sometimes because of, you guessed it, money. So, the email I got last night was in response to the newsletter for the film. It was from someone I had been considering as a personal sub, but I hadn't written to him in a couple of weeks because my boy Drum had been in the hospital, and I've been really busy helping him get back on the mend. The sub wasn't even local, so I was trying to think of ways we might get to know each other, but again, I was in no hurry, and taking my sweet time, as I often do. That's my prerogative. And if a sub isn't patient enough to wait for my responses, then he's not going to be patient enough to be in my stable. I don't work well with those who demand a lot of attention, and I may have mentioned in earlier forums, I've sometimes taken many, many months to really get a conversation going with someone, and those encounters usually turn out really well, so no apologies needed. So this sub had already sent me an email saying that because I took so long to get back to him, he assumed I wasn't interested and he was moving on. I saw the email and went about my business thinking he'd lost patience, as often happens. Again, I'm in no hurry. If he's in a hurry, then it's not a good match, so not a big deal. My subs know I don't give attention to pouting and complaining. I just walk away. Again, I've been pretty clear about that. And If I haven't, then it's something you should know about me. Whining, complaining, and pouting get ignored. It's a pet peeve, and I don't feed it, so it doesn't come back looking to be fed. Then I get this rude email from the same sub in response to my film newsletter, saying he has the capital to invest in my movie, but he won't now because I didn't give him my attention. 
And this is where my rage kicks in. And this is why I say money makes people stupid. To explain why, I have to go backwards just a little bit. Growing up, I lived in the richest county in my state, and I was the poorest kid there. My mom wanted her kids to go to the best schools, so she moved us into this crappy little rundown house right on the county line in the most wealthy district in the area. And what that showed me early on is that people with money can behave as entitled bullies. They think they get to move to the front of the line because their money gives them power. And you would think that as a poor kid, that would make me want to have a lot of money so I could have power like them. But instead, it only made me angry. It made me want to feel respected instead of being bullied. And it made me decide, even way back then, that their money, though it could give them power elsewhere, would not give them power over me. And it made me see clearly how money makes people behave badly. I saw how people used it to push on others to get their way, to throw hissy fits and get what they want. So now, I'm not the kind of woman who's attracted to money. Cash is not my catnip. In some ways, wealth may even be a repellent, if I'm being totally honest. I'm less likely to trust that a rich man is truly submissive because he's grown accustomed to preferential treatment all the time. Now, a few men have proven me wrong about this, and that is always a very pleasant surprise. My catnip is respect, deference, obedience, patience, humility, surrender. These are the things that will draw me to a person, regardless of the size of their bank account. No offense to strippers at all, but this dom doesn't dance for dollars. And what kind of dominant would I be if I had such an easy weakness to exploit? Anyway, after a brief back and forth, this so-called sub wrote back to me saying, and this is a direct quote, as an investor, I expect to be treated as number one in your life, BDSM related or not. That's how venture capital works. <clears throat> now, let me just pause for a second here. What he's saying is, if I invest in your movie, I expect to be given priority over your family, your subs, 10-year-old friendships with people who've always had your back. My money makes me the most important person in the room by default. Oh, you cannot be serious. I'm reminded again that there are people in this world who really believe that. Just like back in high school with all the pricks who equate money with self-worth and importance. And mansplain to me again how venture capital works. I've built and sold businesses with other people's money. I've made films using money from investors. Not all of them were self-important entitled dicks. No, that's just how this guy works. And yes, there are lots of guys like him and no, they'll never be my subs. And if this is how you work, I have a message for you. Go away. I don't want your money. It doesn't give you value to me. Go sit in a Lamborghini jerking off with $100 bills already. I'm not someone whose affection you can buy. Move to the back of the line. You have no power here. Better yet, stomp away like a little baby and give me the old line about how I'm the one missing out and you'll take your dollars elsewhere. Please, just go. 
His final email to me is what made my anger fade. I laughed, but I almost felt sorry for the guy. Here's what he had to say, word for word. You have proven I am done with the BS in submission and will go forward as a master. You are just part of an endless pile of fakes I have dealt with. I will say thank you for pushing me out and taking my proper place as a master and king. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to sit with the irony of that for a second. This all fits within a theme of late. It's this sticky, weird place of money and power, an illness of late-stage capitalism that confuses the very clear notion of power exchange with financial exchange. Now, you may be saying, but mistress, you need money to make your movie. And yes, that is true. But I'll get the money, and I'll make the movie without having to deal with the high school bullies like that one. There are enough people that want to see this movie get made, and so it'll get made. People like that will never really get the wisdom of what I'm trying to teach here. And it's a shame because they're obviously frustrated and unhappy and they're blaming it on others without stopping to look at how they interact with the world. I kind of like getting under their skin, it's a fun little rush, but I don't think they're actually going to learn anything. They're too stuck, entrenched in a cult of sorts that worships wealth. Especially as a dominant woman, when you worship wealth, you give away your real power. Now. This is not to say that my attitude here hasn't caused me to have to struggle. I have. I've struggled to pay my bills at times, but I've never struggled with self-worth because of it. Has money ever solved my problems? Hell yes. I'm not so privileged to say it's never put my mind at ease to have enough to pay my rent. And yes, I've gotten pretty depressed when I couldn't, but that struggle has taught me something important. I'm not attached to money in regard to my own value. I'm a 46-year-old woman asking for other people's money to make a film. Yes, that's how movies get made. Unless you're George Lucas, almost every filmmaker uses investors' money to make their movies. It's not begging, it's just how the film business runs. And at my age, you'd think I'd have something material to show off my worth. No, I don't own a lot of property. Well, other than two adult human men for whom I didn't have to pay a cent. <laughs> in the view of the world where net worth is measured purely by the number of zeros in your bank account, I am of little measurable value. But to me, all those zeros represent what zeros always represent, nothing. And this drives some men mad that there's a woman in the world who's simply unimpressed, unaffected, disinterested in the power of their almighty knots. But are you getting the real lesson here? If you have ears to hear it, maybe you'll come away with more than me just venting about rich assholes. The lesson is about power exchange and real worth, real giving and true surrender. It's about what we value in each other in a DS relationship and beyond that. It's not some kind of transactional encounter. You can't buy it, even if someone is selling it to you.
And the men who hang on to their cash tightly, those are the ones who know it's the only thing about them that anyone would ever really want. And so they hoard it, and they use that to keep people around, don't they? And what they get is a bunch of needy, desperate people circling, always hoping to be helped by them in some way. And they complain about it, don't they? That all people want from them is their cash. If you ever hear someone complain like that, you know two things about them. One, they want you to know that they have money, so you will find them interesting. And two, that there's just nothing else really worthwhile about them as a person. And then they'll turn it around with this idea that if you would have given me more attention, I would have given you money, but now you're not getting any. As if that whole carrot and stick routine is going to make a woman regret that she didn't get to know the shallowness of his soul. (laughs) If a man calls himself a submissive and then tries to manipulate your feelings with money, he may be kinky and he may be a bottom, but a submissive he is not, as the previous email exchange obviously illustrated. I confuse a lot of people who are used to stereotypes, I think. On one hand, I write about how I'd like to take control of a rich man's money, make him live in a small room with only a tiny allowance, giving up all of his belongings to live a Spartan existence while I live in comfort. On the other hand, I spit in the face of someone who says they'd pay me big bucks if only I'd dominate them in the way that they want to be dominated. Now, this may seem like a contradiction, but the common denominator in these scenarios is not money, as you may have noticed. It's control. Who has it? To me, that's a very important distinction. It's the very reason I call myself a dominant woman. Now, I don't own the definitions here, but if you don't want a controlling woman, chances are what you're looking for is simply a top, not a dominant. Does that make sense? If you want to know my currency, it's surrender, submission, sacrifice, it's deference, humility, obedience, and respect. And I work very hard to earn those things from my submissives, harder than I'd ever work for a buck. I work for their trust. It's worth far more than money ever will be to me. If you want to turn my head, be patient, polite, caring. Wait for me to warm up to you. Show me from the start you want to please me and play by my rules. If I had a dollar for every rich shithead who said you could have had a lot of money from me if only you would have fill in the blank, I'd be able to pay the next one to fuck off. Don't try to dominate a dominant woman with money. Let's get things straight. We do things my way or you go away. Those are your options. And if I'm not interested, a big dick nor a big bank account will fix that. So figure it out. Are you a heart and soul submissive or just a kinky bottom? Is power exchange what appeals to you or do you just want to get spanked, called names and suck on her toes? It's important for you to know who you are and what you want so you don't run into problems with bitches like me who actually want to be in control if that's not what you're into. And hey, if you want to invest in this movie, do it because you want to see the movie made. Do it because you want to be a part of this film's success. Heck, even do it just to make me happy, but don't use it as leverage to get my undivided attention. It doesn't work that way. 
Anyway, have a great week. And I promise my next podcast is going to be a much juicier one. So don't run away. There's nowhere to run anyway.